This is Faith. And this is Miranda. And, and we are standing in line for California Screaming. And you're listening to Tales from the Mouse House. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Welcome to episode 98 of Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast. For August 31st, 2014. Good evening. This is Julie Andrews. Once upon a time, there was a magic kingdom made of hopes and childhood fantasies. Well, we're back. Did you miss us? No? (laughs) I could swear I hear crickets. I hear people going, You guys were gone? Well, it's been a long time. We just want to thank everybody for being patient. And we had some trouble with the podcast feed, but that seems to be normal for us when we change things, huh? That's right. The website went went off without a hitch. And I want to thank uh, Stephen uh, Cohen, a friend of mine from the audiobook world, voiceover world. He helped me get the all the past episodes moved over to the new site. And then my hero, Jeff Job, came to the rescue and he fixed the feed that I broke. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you that have been with us for a while. For a few years, yeah. This has happened before, but on the positive side, when it happens, it just brings bigger and better things. Like now all the podcasts are Mm -hmm. there and it's an improvement. So... Trial and error. Trial and error. Mostly error on my part. <laughs> yes, but we have good people a out there. Person. Who... Yeah, we have a lot of great friends out there who know a lot more than I do, which isn't really that hard to do. <laughs> but yeah, like Joyce said, all of the past episodes are now available. They're 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 in iTunes. They're on iTunes, but they're a bit out of order because. Long story short, uh, the way I brought them over, uh, you know, I, I published them all at the same time. So iTunes, you know, they, they don't distinguish episode one from episode 97. They just say, okay, all these came in today. Let's just put them up however we want to. They all came in on the same day. But on the website, they're all right. They're all in the proper order. So now you can hear all of our past episodes, even... The first few that um, I wanted to kind of lose because, man, were they bad. They sounded very scripted. Well, we were very scripted. <laughs> I know. We've learned a lot since then. Yeah, we've learned a lot in, you know, in the, well, it's four years. We're, we're now in our fifth year, right? Because we started in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, so May of 2014 started our fifth year. But, um, yeah, uh, everything is, is, is good there. Uh, so going forward, all of the episodes will be, you know, everything will be great. Everything will be numbered properly in iTunes. So going forward, that won't be a problem. Um, it's it's the same, or the same um, website address as it's been, you know, it's talescast.com. It's just that the inner workings of everything has been changed. So if you go to TalesCast.com, you'll notice a new and improved looking site. It's actually a WordPress site and not that iWeb site. You know, At the time, iWeb was great and 
It was very convenient, but man, it messed things up, didn't it? Yep. More yep, than yep, once. Yep. <laughs> so, barring any really seriously bad things, this will be the last time the feed will have to be moved. So, yeah. So, oh, we have some more good news, too. What's up? Randy. Randy Crane, our, our sponsor, has signed on for another year with Tales from the Mouse House. So he'll be our our sponsor for another year. Wonderful news. Very wonderful. Yeah. Somebody else is returning too, huh? To Disneyland. Oh, yes. And I wish we could be there. So do I. So for those of you that just love hearing Ragtime Robert at Coke Corner, um, you've probably noticed that he's been gone for a couple of months, mm-hmm. but he returns today. I think he's there from 11 to 3. Yeah, I think so. Um, but then he's going to be a permanent fixture again. I don't Yay. want to call him a fixture. <laughs> that no, funny. a permanent attraction because he is an attraction. Yes. And, you know, as I've shared many times on Facebook and um, other social media sites and maybe even talking to you guys about him, he is part of the reason why we view it as the happiest place on earth. Oh, he yeah. just brings so much magic and happiness. And um, I mean, I could just go on and on, but yeah. I'm so happy that he's back. I just wish that we could be there to welcome him back. I know I do too. Um, I remember the first time we met Ragtime Robert, it was, he, he just, well, we had talked to him before because we, we listened to him, of course, uh, on all those visits that we uh, made to Disneyland, but we didn't really, we never really talked to him or anything. And then our good friend, uh, uh, Mr. Daps, introduced us electronically, of course, and we interviewed him a few years back. And and then remember the first time we we talked to him face to face after that? He, he treated us like we were old friends. Yes. It was like, you know, we we listened to him play. Then we walked up and I said, hi, uh, I'm, I'm Al. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. It's like, yeah. And ever since then, we've been fast friends and. He's just a wonderful, 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 wonderful piece of Disney. And uh, like Joyce said, I wish we could be there to to listen to him and, and welcome him back. So, Yeah, we're there in spirit, though. We are. Not the same, because you can't bring, you know, you can't buy pins if you're just a spirit. No. Or, or mugs. Speaking no. of mugs, we got the most wonderful surprise. I think it was last week. Um, we got this box from uh, Disney, the Disney stores, you know, Disney Park merchandise stores, whatever it is. And um, inside were a couple of terrific coffee mugs from our awesome friends, Ben Galejos and his family. It was awesome. It was a great, great surprise. It was having kind of a, a downer of a day that day anyway. And when, uh, when, when that package came, it was just oh, so fantastic. I got a... A, a nice goofy mug. To go with your goofy personality. Goofy? Goof? What? Are you <laughs> saying I'm goofy? Yes, I am. And uh, and and they sent Joyce a wonderful little Tinkerbell mug. It's so cute. It's very cute, and yeah. I just love it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It was it was a wonderful surprise. We have the greatest friends, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, um, we have quite a few Disney friends uh, who ran or are running in the uh, Dumbo Half Marathon. It's this weekend. Um, I think something's going on today, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, Randy, Randy Crane uh, from Mouse Vacations and our sponsor. He'll be on uh, very soon to chat about his participation. 
I think Louie and Lauren ran too, but I'm not sure. And Louie and Lauren. Um, Jeff Rooney and his wife uh, participated in it as well. So maybe we can get them on. Jeff, if you guys are listening, we'd like you guys to be on the show to talk about the race. Huh. That sounds like a great idea. What was that noise? You're making all kinds of noises. I was tapping my legs because I'm excited. Why are you excited? Because it's been a long time since we've done this. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know Joyce hasn't been behind the microphone in a long time. It's been, I think it's been a month since we've done this. I know. Yeah. It has. So you're all excited about it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so what have you got to share? Um, I mean, you're so excited. Share something. Well, one thing that brought me a lot of excitement is I finally finished my MA in Human Dynamics. Masters of Arts, right? Yep. Right. Good job. So I job. finally finished it. Um, my last class was quite the challenge. <laughs> um, so as many of you know, I took a two-year break. Um, I was burned out, just a lot of things in life going on. And so I decided just to take a break and kind of de-stress, decompress. So when I went back, I had to take an extra class because I was in a new catalog year. So this was a course that was added after the fact because they thought that there was a deficiency in the program, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so anyways, um, the instructor that I had for this class, I was kind of excited because, you know, I work for the university, so I know her, but I also know that she's very... Thorough? Um, she's very strict when it comes to APA, grammar, um, all that stuff. And more so than any other instructor that I had ever taken a course from, other than when I did my, my thesis and my MBA. <laughs> so I was kind of nervous, but I knew it would be a challenge. Well, I finished, and what made me really, really happy was that when I wrote my final paper, I wasn't really confident. So I wrote my paper on um, the Walt Disney Company, the the parks and resort division of it. And then I did a comparison to SeaWorld Entertainment. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details about what the, the paper was about. But, um, but anyways, she told me that I did an excellent comparison and that my APA was perfect. So it's like that really meant a lot coming from (laughs) someone who really challenged me and kind of made me nervous. (laughs) Well, I'm proud of you. I think you did a wonderful job. I read the paper. I saw the, uh, the, um, the PowerPoint presentation. I couldn't be there for her presentation because I had to work that night. But yeah, I'm proud of you. You did a wonderful job. Thank you. So I'm done. Even though... Jason thinks that I'm going to go back for my PhD, but sorry, Jason, that's not going to happen. Well, we saw a lot of those posts on on Facebook and people saying you're addicted to education. Yes, but I'm done. Well, good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You did a wonderful... See, even the air conditioner kicked on to cool you off because, you know... (laughs) No, but anyway, yeah, I'm very proud of you. You did a good job. Yeah, so the other thing is like, ugh-y, but... um, We've had some like pretty bad flooding. Yeah, monsoon um, hit. Yeah, I mean it hit and it hit really bad, and 
there were houses that were like sliding off the, their foundation. It was so bad. And um, luckily, not ours. Yes. But with all the flooding came our yucky little friends, <laughs> the, the scorpions. scorpions. So, and not rocky like a hurricane scorpion either. Yeah. But yeah. Al's the one that's really got to experience them. Do you want to tell oh my your story? Gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this has been fun. It's been really fun. Well, we've had, we, like Joy said, we've had all of a sudden, you know, an abundance of these uh, little nasty critters called scorpions. Most of the time they're outside. Yeah, most of the time they're outside. But we've had quite a few inside recently. Uh, one of note. I was taking my shower the other day, uh, last, well, I think it was last week, you know, enjoying a nice hot steaming shower before uh, recording an audiobook. Um, and I looked down and there's something in the shower with me and it was a freaking scorpion. <laughs> you know, not what you want to take a shower with. No. And uh, I, I, I kind of squealed like a little girl, <laughs> I think, because you don't expect to see a scorpion in the shower. And um, I, I rapidly, we have a, like a handheld wand uh, shower head, and I, I turned it to scolding hot, and I scolded the little sucker and pushed him down the drain. And then the other day, oh, this was <laughs> nice and fun, and it set us both on edge. Um, I was making the bed, and I, you know, I, I pulled the covers down, and I took my pillows off of the bed to, to get ready to make it, and underneath my pillow was another scorpion. And this little sucker had his tail up and he was ready to strike. And that just freaked me out because he was under my pillow. Yeah, neither one of us have had a good night's sleep since then. And nope. that was two days ago. Yeah, it was two, was it only two days ago? Feels it like it's been a month already. Two days ago. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I'm sitting there going, okay, he's on my bed. What am I? How do I get him off there? I can't grab him and I, I sure as heck can't spray him. So... I found a new and unique use for a lint roller. <laughs> I stuck the lint roller on him and stuck him on there. And I won't go into detail what I did to him then, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's... <sighs> so no hate mail. No hate mail for all you scorpion lovers, but... Yeah, Allie gets upset with us when we kill him. Allie's my daughter-in-law. And you know why? Because she doesn't have to deal with scorpions. I bet you, you bring her out here for one week and she has to deal with the scorpions like we deal with them, she'd be all for killing them. I know. She'd she probably, does get upset with us. Well, I'm sorry, Allie, but, you know, scorpions will die if they are in my house or in my yard. I will kill them. I will go out of my way to find unique and horrifying ways to dispose <laughs> of them. I will. I mean, other bugs, you know, I let live. Spiders, I let live. Ooh. Scorpions, I will I will try to erase <laughs> them from history. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you'll eat them. <laughs> no. I won't eat scorpions. <laughs> Some people do. <coughs> okay, well, before I get off on giggling. <laughs> no, um, giggling is fun because we haven't had bloopers either. But I, I, I just, I hate scorpions. I'm sorry, but I hate scorpions and I will do what I can to erase them. So anyway. Maybe um, you should write a book. No, I, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not a writer. <laughs> um, speaking of books, though, uh, the obligatory audiobook update. The, uh, the, the, um, the futuristic uh, murder mystery thriller 2103. Uh, Act One. I completed that, and it is now in the Audible store. Um, had some good news uh, that I shared with everybody on Facebook recently. Uh, I got picked up by B Audio, 
which is a good thing because they're like a, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but they're like a recording house. They they they, they do um, audio books for major publishers like you know Tantor, um, uh, Audible, and stuff like that. So they they officially accepted me and put me on their roster of narrators. So I'm hoping that uh, soon I'll start getting a lot of books from them. That'll be fun. Yes, it will be fun. Maybe we can go back to Disney. I hope so. That would be great. I know. Um, so if anybody is interested in getting a review copy of any of my audiobooks, send me an email to storytellerproductions at cox.net and just tell me um, uh, you know, what book that you're interested in and I'll send you a, a download code for that. The only stipulation is that I just need you to write a quick review on audible.com. You know, you don't feel obligated to do a good review. If you don't like the book, then, you know, be honest. So there's that. And, uh, oh, lastly, I'm, I'm recording. Now this I was kind of excited about doing. Um, for all you uh, cult, horror, classic, you know, fans out there, H.P. Lovecraft wrote a book back in the 1920s called Herbert West Reanimator. And it is, it's a wicked, wicked book. <laughs> it's kind of, I like it to think of it as like the father of, uh, of all the zombie books. But uh, it, it was, it was it, I think it was 1986, 1986, it was turned into a, a cult uh, B-horror movie classic starring um, Jeffrey Combs, I think was his name. But it, it was definitely a classic. So I'll be recording that soon and that should be available. So Just in time for Halloween. Just in time for Halloween. I also have uh, the uh, story, uh, the uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow available too. Um, well, our favorite time of year to visit Disneyland is almost here. Yeah. Paul, yeah. And Halloween time. So if anybody's going to be going to uh, Mickey's uh, Halloween time party, treat or whatever, uh, we'd love to hear about it. So why don't you just send us an email or something? Or something. Or something, yeah. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have some birthdays now. We we tried to do this, but we kind of you know, especially with the podcast feed dying and all that, we wanted to do this more regularly. But um, we we have some birthdays to uh, give nods to, uh, recent and uh, in the near future. My daughter Amanda celebrated her birthday. She's what fifteen now, right? Our twenty-four. <sighs> I don't even want to think about that. She's a doctor now. She's just waiting to get her uh, license approved, right? That's right. So she's a doctor. Our really good friend, Louis Tabinas, celebrated a birthday. Uh, Rick Pete, our, our good friend, Rick Pete. Jeff Rooney from the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. Um, Sean Vanderloo from The Rusted Robot. Simon Meddings and Kenny Mitleider from uh, the MASH 407 7th Podcast. My co-hosts, yes, I'm back on that podcast. Um... Uh, are celebrating birth the birthdays this month, I believe, and or next month, September. Mm-hmm. Um, our good friend Beth Herring, Francis Daps, and Joe Pardo all celebrating birthdays. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! Yeah. Happy birthday to yous. Happy birthday to yous. Happy birthday, all you all. Happy birthday to you. And while we're <laughs> wish making yeah. happy wishes. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. That's right. It's the end of summer. Yeah. So, yeah. End of summer. Can you believe that? Yeah. It doesn't mean it's the end of summer for us, though. No. And I'm looking forward to the cooler weather, though, because that means no scorpions. I know. 
So remember, after tomorrow, do not wear white. Uh-huh. Right. You will be a fashion faux pas. Faux pas? Faux pas. <laughs> You're going to be a fashion faux pas. Faux pas. That's Pou-pou. my new word. Faux pas. Okay. Anything else to share? Um, we've done some movie reviews recently. Oh, yeah. So they're up on our new website, blog site. Well, it's on the same blog site. Tales Podcast. Tales? Talespodcast.blogspot.com. Yep. Yeah, so they're there. Well, this is going to be a big show, kind of back to our old format for this episode. Uh, we have a f- great food review done by our great friends Ben Galejos and his daughters on Slater's 5050 Burger Place. And man, that sounded so cool. But um, instead of doing uh, our typical attraction reviews, we're doing reviews on extinct attractions. Woohoo! Now, the criteria that, that we kind of set forth for this was extinct within our... Uh, I don't even know how... <laughs> our lifetime at Disney. Our lifetime at Disney. So, Joyce was able to pick an extinct attraction from way back in the 1950s. I'm just kidding, hey, Joyce. I wasn't even born in the 50s. <laughs> I know. So... So what I mean by that is, you know, in our time at Yeah, so Disney, like my first visit was in 1969. So I got to select something from 1969 to present. Right. And I chose something from 2007 to present that, that went extinct. So we'll have, uh, we'll have those coming up. So pretty fun. And then we're going to do news and tips and all that good stuff. So stay tuned. Dude, stay tuned for Disneyland Resort News. My dad, Crush, totally loves this park. Hey, did you ever find Nemo? September at the Disneyland Resort is going to be filled with magical merchandise events. September 6th and 7th, you can meet artist Gabriela Ruiz, who will be setting up shop inside Wonderground Gallery in the downtown Disney District. On September 12th, artist Jared Mariyama will appear at the Wonderground gallery to debut his latest piece titled Date Night. Looks pretty cool. September 13th, continuing the celebration of the 45th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion, artist Tony Harris will debut his piece titled Evening Constitutional at Disneyana in Disneyland Park. September 27th, join Disneyland as they celebrate everything Maleficent and other fairies. Artists Dave Evanzino, Brittany Brault, Bruce Boyer, Bob Elias, Brian Kessinger, Daniel Killen, Bridget McCartney, Miss Mindy, Larry Nikolai, and Yakovetic will be on hand for a special appearance and signing from 1 to 3 p.m. at Off the Page in Disney California Adventure. Great news for dog owners. Starting in the spring of 2015, new merchandise aimed towards our four-legged children will be hitting the shelves at Disney Parks. This new line called Disney Tales, T-A-I-L-S, is your puppy's own line of Disney dog items. From toys to dog bowls and all sorts of accessories, your pup will be the envy of all their friends. Even if they can't visit the happiest place on earth, at least they look like they can and they'll be Disney styling. There's some attraction closers to be aware of for your upcoming Disneyland Resort vacation. Big Thunder Ranch Petting Farm will be closed from 9-2 to 9-11 for the holiday overlay. Haunted Mansion will be closed now until 9-11 for their holiday overlay. The Jungle Cruise will be closed from 9-2 to 9-4.
Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island from 9.3 to 9.4. Mark Twain Riverboat from 9.5 to 11.26. It's a big closure. The Indiana Jones Adventure from September 16th through September 18th. Space Mountain will be closed from 9.8 to 9.11 for the installation of Ghost Galaxy Halloween Overlay. Finding Nemo will be closed from now until 9.26. California Screamin' from 9.10 to 9.11. And The Golden Zephyr from 9.17 to 9.18. Be sure to check Disneyland.go.com for complete details. I wonder how Fantasmic is going to be affected by the closure of the Mark Twain Riverboat. It's almost that time of year. Every holiday season. Now Disneyland transforms the Haunted Mansion into the Haunted Mansion Holiday. And with each year's transformation, they unveil an all-new gingerbread creation to display in the ballroom scene. This year's masterful work of art is a culmination of a year-long collaboration between the Disney Resort chefs, the entertainment team, and the Walt Disney Imagineering team. According to graphic designer sculptor Tim Woolweber, the ghost host of the Haunted Mansion Holiday always says, even a gingerbread house can be scary, and we definitely take the design towards scary this year. This year's creation is based on an Iron Maiden torture device from the Middle Ages. The all-new masterpiece debuts at Disneyland on September 12, 2014. This is Attraction Reviews on Tales from the Mouse House, Disneyland Podcast. Well, my extinct attraction review is kind of a unique one and one that holds a special place in my heart. I'm reviewing Disneyland, the first 50 magical years. So, as most of you know, my first visit to Disneyland was in September of 2007. At that time, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln was temporarily off exhibit at the Main Street Opera House, and in its place was a tribute to the first 50 years of Disneyland. In the lobby was an exhibit featuring models, photos, concept art, and sculptures associated with the many, many, many cool things of the Disneyland attractions. There was also a scale model of Disneyland as it appeared in the summer of the opening year 1955, a really cool collection of Disneyland ticket media throughout the years, and many tributes to cast members and Imagineers. Inside the theater, where Mr. Lincoln usually gives his speech, was a short 17-minute film called Disneyland, The First 50 Magical Years. The film, obviously enough, was all about the history of the happiest place on Earth, presented by Steve Martin, who, as some of you may know, actually worked at Disneyland in 1960 in the Magic Shop, among other places, and I think even on the Jungle Cruise. And in the movie, he demonstrated a little sleight of hand, just to prove he hasn't lost his touch. The movie includes a rather unique interview of Walt Disney by Steve Martin, through just a little bit of Disney magic, of course, as Walt talks about the idea and inspiration behind the creation of Disneyland. And, because Steve is a magician, after all, he takes us back in time to see the Orange Grove Disneyland was built on, scenes of 
Walt walking around the Grove and of Disneyland throughout the year it took to build the park. And you heard me right. The entire Disneyland park was built in just one year. Through the magic of time-lapse photography, we actually got to see that process. Of course, Donald Duck gets into the mix as he serves as the rather uninvited co-host to Steve. There was also some entertaining excerpts from the live broadcast of Disneyland's opening day ceremonies, including some fun flubs in goofing around on live TV, something you're not going to see these days. Of course, the film is presented with some great humor by Steve Martin, but it's all done very respectfully and in a very earnest way. Steve, with the help of Donald Duck, presented the impressive success and growth of Disneyland over the past 50 years. Debuting on May 5, 2005, Disneyland, the first 50 magical years, ran until March 15, 2009. Most of the exhibits are still in the lobby for you to see. For me, this attraction was perfectly timed. Before I visited Disneyland for the very first time, I really didn't know much about it. In fact, I couldn't understand why Joyce was so enamored with the place. So, to see a film that gave me the history of this magical place, well, it only fueled my growing love for Disneyland. Now that I really think about it, I'd have to say that it was a perfect storm of Disney for my first visit. Between the awesome fun we had and the opportunity to see all of this behind the mystique of Disneyland, presented by an actor that I really, really liked and respected... What other outcome could there have possibly been but for me to be completely in love with Disneyland? We actually saw this film many times between 2007 and uh, the time it closed in 2009, mostly because it was such an entertaining and educational film and put us right there with Walt and partly to get out of the heat or rain. I really do miss this attraction and would love to have my own copy of the film. So if anybody knows of a place where I can pick up a copy, I'd like to know. And I'd love to see Disneyland do something similar for their 60th or even their 75th birthday. And my extinct attraction is Country Bear Jamboree. Now, it's rare that you find an attraction at Disneyland that originated at Walt Disney World, but this happened and it became one of my favorite attractions as a child. So I'm going to be telling you a little bit about the Country Bear Jamboree extinct attraction. Now, when I was younger, I was terrified of heights. I was terrified of roller coasters, drops, loops, you name it. I was afraid of it. So Country Bear Jamboree fit my personality. It was fun, mild, just right up my alley. So for those of you that are not familiar with Country Bear Jamboree, it was a musical variety show that opened in the Disneyland Park in 1972 and was the main attraction in Bear Country. But before I share the attraction, I want to share the history of this attraction. Now, as I previously mentioned, it was first introduced at Walt Disney World, but it was designed for California, but not Disneyland. As some of you may know, Country Bear Jamboree was originally designed for Disney's Mineral King Ski Resort. Now, Walt turned the planning and development over to Imagineer Mark Davis and Albertino, and they won Walt over shortly before he passed away. In fact, they got his seal of approval about a week before he passed away, and that was the final conversation that they had with him. So after Walt's passing, the plans for the resort fizzled away, but the Imagineers felt that Country Bear Jamboree should be added to one of the Disney parks. So fast forward to to the opening at Disneyland. Now, the bear set up camp on the site of the previously decommissioned Indian Village. 
and Country Bear Jamboree was the anchor attraction of Bear Country, which was only one of three attractions that cost $8 million to build. On March 4, 1972, Country Bear Jamborees opened as an e-ticket attraction, and the, an- the auto-animatronic show featured a cast of 17 bears, three talking heads, which was a moose, a bison, and a stag, that entertained us with American folk and country songs, and it was just a little shy of 16 minutes long. The theater came alive with hand clapping, foot stomping, and knee slapping audience. And maybe that's why I was slapping on my knees earlier. <laughs> maybe. So Henry the Bear hosted the Jamboree, and he was one of the 48 auto animatronics sponsored by Wonder Bread. Now, my favorite was Miss Teddy Bera and her floral swing. Now, she was my favorite character, and I loved it when she appeared in the show. But she never appeared on any of the five stages. But rather, she was suspended from the ceiling so she could sway to the music on her swing. And she was all decked out in pink <laughs> and pretty and feminine. Now, Country Bear Jamboree was the first Disney attraction that had a holiday overlay. But the guests soon got tired of the bears. So Disney decided that Henry, Big Al, Tennessee, Ernest, and Liver Lips McGraw and the other band members needed to go into hibernation. Big Al? Yep, Big Al. They named him after me? They did. Or maybe your parents named you after him. Oh, maybe. So on September 9th, 2001, the attraction was decommissioned to make way for the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. But Max, Buff, and Melvin, they are the three talking heads that I mentioned earlier, they will live forever in the attraction. But to see this trio, you have to quickly turn around as you enter the Honey Heaven Room of the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. So many choices, so many great places. In this segment, we'll discuss places to satisfy those hunger attacks and help you get back to the magic. And now, the moment you've been waiting for, the awesome food review by Ben Galejos and his wonderful girls. Hello, Alan Joyce and Tales from the Mouse House. This is Ben and family calling in from sunny and hot Fresno, California. We're calling in an off-site food review for the Disneyland Resort. Uh, There is a restaurant that we came across while I was watching um, Travel Channel's Ultimate Bacon Paradise, in which they reviewed a restaurant called Slater's 5050. Now, you can find them at slaters5050.com. That's S-L-A-T-E-R-S. 5050.com. Slater's is located about 12 miles east of the Disneyland Resort. Depending on traffic, it'll take you 20 to 30 minutes to get there, but definitely well worth the drive. Slater's claim to fame is their 50-50 burger, in which they take 50% grade A choice ground sirloin and 50% bacon. Mix it together and you get your 50-50 patty. There are multiple choices of what they call designed burgers. You know, I had the bacon burger, so did my daughter Miranda. Miranda, tell them about the bacon burger. Well, it had bacon, bacon, and more bacon. There was bacon in the cheese, bacon in the dressing, and bacon in my pretzel bun. But altogether, it was really good. I mean, I've never tasted bacon that good in my entire life. It was delicious. Yeah. They also have multiple choices for their designed burgers. They have you know, for example, the Hawaiian burger. They have an old-timey burger. They have a Fritos Crunch burger, a California burrito. They have a 50 alarm burger, of which you have to sign a waiver for and 
gloves are required you know, to eat this burger. You can't even touch it without gloves. Needless to say, we did not try this one. If, however, none of these pre-designed burgers you know, suit your fancy, there are multiple other choices in what they call their design your own, which my daughter Faith had. Faith, tell them about your, your experience. Well, it was probably the best burger I've ever had, especially since I picked out all the ingredients. It was pretty, it was really good. Um, for They even had, for the sauce, It was there was bacon in it. I mean, seriously, how better, how good can you get with your sauce that has bacon in it? I mean, seriously, that's awesome. And besides, it was the best bacon I've ever had in my life, yeah. Just in case you didn't get enough bacon in your burger... You could also try one of their famous desserts. You could order Slater's 50-50 Famous Bacon Brownie, which has candied bacon, chocolate ganache, and it's all a la mode. Or you can have the there's one of their signature shakes, which is the maple bacon, which my father ordered. It has bacon, maple syrup, and of course, vanilla ice cream. And when he ordered this, we thought he was crazy because, ew, bacon in ice cream? Are you serious? But when we, ch- when we tasted it, we're like, oh man, we want one of these. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. Slater's 50-50. Check them out next time you happen to be at Disneyland Resort and you want to have some off-site you know, dining experience. It's definitely worth the wait. As a matter of fact, right now, as we're doing this review, we're sitting in our home in Fresno. And my daughters are saying, Dad, Dad, let's go. They're talking about an eight-hour round-trip drive just for a burger. Should we do it, girls? Yes! All right, guys, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Tips from the Mouse House. If you're visiting the Disneyland Resort with more than just yourself, then it's a good idea to make a list of what everyone in your party wants to do, then pick a top three thing for everyone each day. That way everyone gets to do what they want to do and you don't have to put up with a little Miss or Mrs. Krabby Pants. Hey, are you referring to me? Just because I wanted to go to Star Tours and we couldn't do it, that doesn't make me Mr. Krabby Pants. I didn't say Mr. Krabby, I said Ms. or Mrs. Okay. So, now I have to throw a mister in there, too. (laughs) So, part of the magic of Disneyland are the things that most people just don't pay attention to. But this next tip is designed to help you get the most magic you can out of your Disneyland adventure. Now, you've seen them, you've heard them, but you've never really paid much attention to them. They're all over Disneyland. Now I'm talking about the street performers like the Dapper Dans, the Royal Street Bachelors, or the Pearly Band. Yep, musical performers who travel throughout Disneyland serenading park guests and bringing magic wherever they go. So take some time and just listen. Enjoy their wonderful tunes and let them bring a little magic to your trip. Hey, I have a question for you. All right. Doesn't Disney own ABC? Yep. So I wonder if they're going to replace The Bachelor with the Royal Street Bachelors. Uh (laughs) Well, that's episode 98 wrapped up in a 
thank God for our good friend Jeff Joe for fixing our feed RSS XML file gift. Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. Have you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane, from Mouse Your Vacations? You really should, especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation. Now, Randy's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do. So if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deal on just about any vacation, give Randy a shout. You can find Randy at www.randyc-mouseearvacations.com. And you can read about him on our sponsor page at www.telscast.com. And don't forget to check out, oh heck, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Tales Podcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there and you're not going to want to miss out. You know why? Why? Well, because then you'll miss out. That's right. If you like to read, how about heading over to our blog spot? You can find that at www.talespodcast.blogspot.com. And here you can read some pretty interesting stuff from Al on the happiest blog on earth or from me on my pixie tales. And did you know that Duffy even writes for us from time to time? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Are you sure? Because I haven't seen anything from him. He's in hibernation. Oh, you can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to all your favorite shows directly from your smart devices, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in your app stores. That's how easy it is. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. You can also catch the latest episodes of our favorite shows on Stitcher. Podcasts like Stories of the Magic, Take Him With You, Inside the voiceover studio and more who don't have broken podcast feeds. <laughs> and be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook fan page? We do. We sure do. Just go to Facebook and search for Tales from the Mouse House Podcast. And be sure to like us while you're there, please. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or a restaurant, we want to hear them. We really do. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes boing, and, boing, boing, boing. and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. We really need your positive feedback and ratings. Please. Five stars would help Please. push the show up. So if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it too? And then we can bring happiness to the world. And keep the podcast feed from breaking. <laughs> As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hiya, pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net, leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23, send us a tweet or message on Facebook, or just think happy thoughts our way. This podcast is copyright 2014 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Oh, oh. Artist Tony Harris will debut... The <laughs> <laughs> I like The Bachelor. Yeah.
What do you like about The Bachelor? I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Okay. We're really mucking this up, aren't we? All right, you ready? Yes. And have you checked out our Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> our Spencer. Have you checked out our Spencer? <laughs> well, you really ought to check out our Spencer. That was tough. I know. We're out of practice. Yes, we are. I don't know. You think people are still going to listen to the show? Mm, maybe. Maybe one or two. Maybe one or two? Mm-hmm. So how about if anybody's still listening, send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net and say, I'm still listening. And um, what should we do? Mm. We can send them something. You want to send them something? Okay. What do you want to send them? How about a surprise? It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. It could be something fun. It could be a download code for one of my books. It could be something. It'll be a surprise. But you'll like it. But you'll like it, yeah. <laughs> you'll like it very, very much. <laughs> I just scared myself a little. It is almost Halloween season. That's true. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.